0: Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. Finally, again, I will be your humble GM, Daniel Andelich. With me today is Alex Finn.
1: So the wind was so strong yesterday, it ripped the window well covers off of my house. RIP to all the toads next spring, because I can no longer protect you from those death traps.
0: Stace Babcock.
1: So it's... uh...
2: Season three? Yes. When are we jumping the shark? Mm, Episode two? Oh, I thought it was the heist. (laughs) There was no shark in that episode.
0: (laughs) Maybe a ninth world shark. And Samson Davis. Oh, if I must. You must. I must.
2: I feel like you could hold your silence for the whole episode instead. (laughs) Ooh. Just saying. Not now. You already talked, Samson. (laughs) You ruined the illusion.
3: Well, what do you fucking want from me then, all right?
2: I'm just saying you always have a choice. Nah,
1: he agreed to be our friend. He has no more choices.
3: I'm obligated to Dan to play the part of Dilly. So unless somebody cuts my throat out, Aster, looking at oh, you, Aster. I
1: thought you were going to say unless someone does a donation of X amount of
2: dollars to kill Dilly. I thought you were inviting us. And then you said Aster. And I was like, wow, what a comfort. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I did also think you were inviting us to...
3: <laughs> No,
2: no. I'm like, no, I'm not going to be in Iowa anytime soon. So sorry. (laughs) Uh, I was just like, I don't plan to drive there yet.
3: Yeah, don't come to Iowa just to kill somebody. It's not worth it. Yeah.
0: Speaking of somebody who grew up there, I can confirm that. (laughs) (laughs) So this is the beginning of season three. It's not only the beginning of season three; it is the hundred and fifth episode that will appear on our feed.
3: Oh, okay. Damn. I was going to say, my notes say this is only session eighty-three. Beaches. Mm. So I have some
0: bookkeeping to do from last season.
1: That's my job.
0: And that is that you all have two XP yes. from the things that your characters did. Nick's faced off against an old teacher. Dilly made a rather dramatic choice for him that we'll have to figure out what the implications of that are. And Cha-Cha also made a choice in the form of a moral quandary, that I'm also sure will have no repercussions whatsoever. None
1: whatsoever. <laughs> no. Although I'm excited to see if I can do it again.
0: <laughs> yes. So it's up to you guys whether or not you want to apply those to XP to your characters or to your backup characters.
2: Well, hang on to them just in case. That's
0: a
3: good question. Um, if we have XP left over, if a character dies, oh, we do we need to roll over to the next one? No. Damn it. All right.
1: What if we find our own body and loot it?
0: Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if you can find your own body and loot it, then you can also grab whatever leftover XP that are
2: at <laughs> Our bodies are getting incinerated.
0: But the trick is your character has to eat the body of your previous character.
2: You think I won't make a character that will do that? I was say, that's no problem for Nyx, and then I realize Nyx would be
3: dead. I don't think. <laughs> yeah, I don't think my next character has a mouth, so that might, might be a problem.
1: I mean, you don't have to eat it through the mouth. My next character hasn't been invented yet.
0: Mm -hmm. So speaking of last season, who remembers what happened?
1: The entire season or just?
0: Dan, that was like a month ago. How can we remember that? I know. No, I actually want somebody to cover us both seasons one through two. Oh, fuck
3: off.
1: Oh, Jesus Christ.
0: (laughs) No, just just the season finale.
1: Oh, okay. That's not so bad. Because you only have to remember what your character
0: did. So. Alex, what do you remember?
2: Alex, what do you remember? Not what happened last time. Alex, what do you remember? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. No,
1: I feel like it's easy because we did like... That was a fun episode. So, last time on Explorers Wanted, just Cha-Cha edition, Cha-Cha got kidnapped and then woke up in a room with Bastion. And Bastion's like, sorry, bro, had to kidnap you. We got some things to do, and so they walked through a base, which I, assume, I think we figured out through Daniel giving me very heavy hints, was the Knights of New Hope, Guardians of New Hope,
3: Guardians of Knights Hope,
1: Guardians of Knights Hope. I was getting there. <laughs> I, I had some hope, <laughs> and of it was like one of their like facilities, and Chacha actually got to see the door. Mm-hmm. oh and so buddy cop was just like hey it's time to open the door and chacho was like what now? now really this is only season two though and <laughs> buddy cop was like hey open the door and bastion's like hey if you open the door i can come through and be a real boy but if you don't open the door you come to my side and be a not real person and chacho's mm-hmm. like The both options seem hard. And so instead, Chacha used the power of nature to mutate Buddy Cop. (laughs) (laughs) And somehow pulled Buddy Cop into our world. And he got giant. I kind of imagine it like, you know, in Spirited Away, where No-Face gets all gross and shit and chases them through like the Mm -hmm. bathhouse. I kind of imagine that's how Chacha's scene ended.
0: Very similar to what I was picturing, except that Buddy Cop is more flamey and is now spicy. Yeah,
1: but, yeah, Charger told Bastion to run. They just tried to duck out. Like, oopsie doodle, bye. I've mm-hmm. created a monster and now I deny all responsibility.
0: <laughs> <laughs> As you do. And what happened in the rest of the episode?
1: Um, Nick's went to the training ground. Mm -hmm. And she was going to investigate stuff, but got into a fight and got choked out?
0: Yeah. That's accurate.
1: And Dilly went to a
2: library.
3: (laughs) Uh, Nope.
2: (laughs) A little. To be fair, Dilly's part was a lot of dialogue.
3: A lot of talking with me.
2: A lot of character growth. Uh,
3: Yeah. So um, while Dilly was waiting for either a signal or for a set amount of time to pass that he was going to go off with Stannis to a nearby shelter, safe house, and go do a training montage or something. But then he chose, of his own volition, to leave early. Oh, Vlad found uh, Dillian Stannis and gave Dilly a gift, a key to a super awesome legendary foundry where supposedly anything can be made.
1: That's where library came from.
3: Mm-hmm. Also, just a small note. There were Queensguard near the uh, training grounds, which was super weird because they don't leave the city usually. Mm-hmm. So that's very curious. Oh, also, uh, <laughs> Nyx's mentor betrayed her. So that's fun. That's I mean, it's
2: not clear yet. It, it, feel,
3: it feels like he got got. It feels uh, like she uh, threw you under the ninth world bus. I mean,
2: are we sure? Yes, it all depends on where Nyx wakes up.
3: Mm, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, you did.
0: Nick's faced off against her mentor is who she got mm-hmm. into. Her battle with,
3: and it was an epic battle.
2: It was an epic epic battle.
3: Yeah, uh and yeah, that's kind of where we're at. It's weird that Dilly's the one that's doing fine at the moment. Doesn't seem right. Yeah,
1: yeah. but like, yeah, it. Aster. Aster'll be there soon. <laughs>
3: no, I know. Oh yeah, Aster's hungry for the key, but it's apparently forbidden according to Aster. Mm-hmm. So that's
1: forbidden. Mm. Hmm.
0: Yeah. So. We're going to be doing things a little bit differently this episode than we typically do. We will have the return of the Sooth deck from Invisible Sun. So we'll be doing a little bit of a hybrid of using that to help us direct the story with all these shenanigans. And we will be using dice as well. The only twist is only I get to roll the dice. No. (gasps) Hey, that's a good twist, though. But Yeah. But. There is going to be some additional things on the mechanics in addition to what we traditionally do with the Sooth deck where, you know, if a card gets drawn, we interpret it in the Numenera setting for what it is. The thing I will mention, though, is that a card, once drawn, is active for a period, which is a little bit closer to Invisible Sun. The only sort of lingering effect of that, besides, like, the overall tone, is that each card has a numerical value. That numerical value... If you roll that on your die when you're doing a check, will trigger something else, regardless of whether it's a successful roll or a non-successful roll.
2: Something dark. Something evil.
0: Could be. <laughs> Depends on what's going on.
2: God, that's how we got the dicks, though.
0: <laughs> Which dicks? That's how you guys got a lot of stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. All the dicks, Samson. All of them. The uh, imps.
0: Oh,
3: yeah. Snake hood guys. And is how you got the imps. And they're different from the lampreys, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're
0: snake-like. That's also how Nyx got bit by a snake.
1: Oh, ah, snake-snake.
0: Also how Dilly met the lampreys. Yep.
1: The sooth duck likes to make things weird.
0: Yeah. So we open on a shaking stone tunnel, and Cha-Cha rushing down it, Bastard following behind and the shouts and roars of Buddy Cop from behind, yelling, The debt must be paid. What you doing, Cha-Cha?
1: Running. And unlike certain people in horror movies, I'm not looking behind me. Because I'm not going to trip.
0: All right. So, you are running. you It's a little confusing because down here, you didn't get here on your own. Roof but Bastion is able to kind of help direct you a little bit, although Bastion seems pretty upset. He's actually got tears streaming down his face, but he's trying to get you out. And after what seems to be maybe 10 minutes of running, and Chacha, you're trained in running, Mm -hmm. but even still, you're getting a little bit winded because this is not even terrain. You guys are going through these tunnels. When you finally reach a door of the Bastion can just like wander through, but you have to open. It's luckily not locked, so you come out in the foothills of a mountain. The black viage is next to you. You don't recognize the surroundings. I mean, it could be in the same general vicinity in the steadfast of where you came from, but it's not recognizable. Like, you're not seeing landmarks that you can pick out and say, oh yeah, I must've been over in that direction. But you come out and there is this rumbling and you see this dust kind of kick out through the open door. But you are now in the outdoors and Bastion is standing there whimpering next to you and he keeps saying, I I owe owe him, I owe him, I owe him, I owe him, I owe him.
1: He's not stopping, and so Chacha should slap him like all the TV tells me to?
0: He's not stopping.
1: I guess then Chacha's going to slap him, like...
0: Your hand passes right through him. Hey, what? Your hand passes right through uh. him, and he you get pins and needles in your hand. But Bastion looks up at you, and for a moment, his face distorts, and you can see this mouth with wide teeth, and then it shuts again. He's like, oh, oh Chacha, what, what are we going to do? We... I, owe, you owe him.
1: Maybe he can consider becoming a physical being as a down payment, and like the fire is your down payment.
0: I, I, I don't know if he's going to like that, Cha Cha.
1: Well, now that he's a physical manifestation into our world, he's going to kind of have to physically catch us to express the displeasure that he is feeling. So I think we should just keep going.
0: It's at this moment, Cha Cha, that you feel a sharp pain in your left wrist <laughs> as if three blades are being slowly pushed tip first into your wrist body cop is jigsaw
1: I think he's letting us know he's not that happy but like I think is gonna look at her wrist to see if it's like physically hurt
0: it does not appear to have any kind of physical wounding I think pain at least right now but it is definitely throbbing
1: Currently, the pain is only an illusion.
0: Bastion turns and looks at you, and his eyes glow purple for a second. Again, a little stronger purple. He says, oh, I don't know, Cha-Cha, that looks pretty bad.
1: Well, the physical body is not breaking.
0: Oh, oh, okay.
1: I mean, the only other option is to turn around and face him head on.
0: Oh, well, it's, it's, it's not going to do that when he's angry like
1: Right. This. So we leave. We let him count to ten. We'll cool off, and then we'll come back and we'll talk it out. Or we'll bring back more firepower.
0: Okay, where do we go, Cha-Cha?
1: I think we go back to where you got me from, because that was the meeting point. That way we can at least go get Nyx and Dilly. Oh, okay. I think they went to summer camp.
0: Okay, well, um, it's a little ways away. The The toy that he gave me let me bring you, according to a shortcut, but... That's not open anymore for us. It's going to take us a little while.
1: I mean, nothing wrong with walking.
0: I'm going to draw a card to see to what degree. Oh, no. (laughs) So I drew Hunter. Oh. The Hunter is a lonely soul pursuing prey with tenacity. In the city, we pretend civilization is lifted as above, kill or be killed. But the Hunter knows that those delusions don't exist. But... Hunter's skill in the wilds and knowledge of the prey make them a strong match so i think what this means is that you guys will be able to pursue this goal of getting back there but you find a between you and bastian who's not used to really having to travel physically the same way you do for any extended period of time anyway are able to start making your way in the correct direction you figure out where you should be going and you can Find your way there you feel like you're making good progress and you're doing a good job of like targeting like even as you're traveling even that first day of traveling you feel like you're getting closer and closer to the proven grounds. Some of it is starting to look a bit more familiar in terms of like things you might have thought would have been at a distance before like if you were looking the other way you definitely feel like you were the direction you're going now is that you would somehow ended up farther north than the Proving Grounds, but you're making progress back to the correct direction in the foothills. And it's at this point where we have an interstitial moment where we see, from a first-person perspective, someone walking down the streets of Charmond and in toward Anna, bootstep after bootstep, wandering closer and closer to a familiar alleyway. And for a moment, they pause next to a building and turn their head to look at the window and in the reflection of that glass is a humanoid with a gray lamprey face with red eyes.
2: Well, hell.
1: Is it Nyx's aunt? Aunt? Family reunion in the works or
0: a
2: funeral?
1: Por no los dos?
0: Nyx, you wake up. You are tied to a chair, alone in a room. You don't have your satchel or any of your equipment with you. And... Your synth leg has been detached from your body and is not visible anywhere.
2: stole your leg. Oh, my God. That's rude. Those fuckers. So, alone in a room, no leg, no items. What else is in there?
0: There is another chair across the room from you and a door beyond that. And as you're sitting there, the door opens and Josa walks in. And, oh, by the way, Nick's, um... This has definitely been 10 hours, so you do recover. Oh, yeah.
2: All right, good. You like that. You know what? I'm going to use one of my nice new translucent, like prismatic almost, diehard
3: dice. Ooh. (laughs) Why, Stace, I think that reminds me, we're a dice affiliate now, a diehard dice. And in fact, unless the code has changed when people are hearing this, they can uh, partake in our dice affiliate boon. And uh, get 10% off their order by entering in Explorers Wanted at checkout. You get 10% off the order, and you get some sexy new dice to show off to your loved ones and your enemies. Back to you, Stace.
2: So I want join in on our dice affiliate boon to be, like, the only way that we tweet out about our code. (laughs) It could have gone better than double ones.
0: So the door opens. And Josephkin walks in, and she looks great. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch! <laughs> and as she's walking in, you can see that she's flipping through a book, which you immediately recognize as your journal.
2: Yo, yeah, oh, that's, a. Uh...
0: And she sits down across from you and says, Nix, you've been busy, although I'm happy to see that it looks like lately you've been writing more.
2: Well, yeah, uh, I guess I've been, like, kind of behind, but, uh... Like, can I have that back, and, like, my
0: leg back, and, like, maybe my satchel back? Maybe, at some point. You've got a lot to answer for. Can I have my crutches back? Nix? regardless of what happened between us, you came in here and assaulted a fellow traveler who was recuperating in the infirmary, and we found three other bodies surrounding the Proving Grounds. Oh, three bodies? So, no... You're not going to be getting your crutches back or anything else back anytime soon until you answer for that.
2: I uh, haven't killed anybody, like, recently. Like, what bodies?
0: Some of our scouts doing hunting around the area, and they were killed. We found them with broken necks slash throats.
2: Oh, yeah, because that's my style joke. Oh, right, whatever. Anyway, have you, like, maybe considered that
0: um, I don't know what your style is anymore, Nix. You came in here and shot me with a leg cannon. Oh! Shit. And I thought I taught you to need no weapons.
2: Oh. Well, that You know, that's uh besides the point, Josa. So uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe you should consider that. Like, I'm not going around slitting travelers' throats. Like, if I did, why would I have like just knocked hey you out? You know what I'm saying? Like. Like, if I was, like, splitting throats...
0: Well, it's a good question. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know. We've never had a traveler go around killing other travelers. Uh... (laughs) Sparring, sure, but... Just,
2: uh, mutating them and, like, uh, leaving them to wander Wardana? Like, I guess that's not killing them, right, Josa?
0: No, it's not. And they're giving themselves up for a greater project.
2: I gotta say, you got an interesting morality, Josa.
0: Code and Consciousness. Code and Conscience.
2: You can't use your code and conscience to override like the rest of the tenants. That tenant doesn't mean you get to do what the fuck you want.
0: Isn't that what you've done?
2: Yo, listen, I'm not perfect, but I'm not going around like mutating people, ruining people's lives for what? My own benefit? <laughs> I almost said shut up, Cha Cha. Ruining, <laughs> <laughs> ruining travelers' lives. Nix says that. <laughs>
0: My understanding is that you maimed and killed several people in Charmond, <sighs> And I see from what I'm reading here that you've been involved with some of the criminal organizations there as well. So have the
2: travelers like putting out bounties on behalf of the Nixos, stuff like that. So, so yeah, we all suck. I think that the main difference here is that I, uh, I'm not luring children away from their home and like then beating them into compliance until they ignore their families and then oh I don't know once they reach a certain like age convincing them to give themselves up for the quote unquote greater good and live the rest of their lives as lampreys like
0: mm. Nyx most travelers never experience that it's just the special cases the exceptions we make people like you
2: uh that doesn't like
0: and your aunt
2: That doesn't make it better, Joseph. It's a trade-off.
0: You don't have to go through the same struggles. I don't think you have any understanding what the other travelers have given up to be a part of this order. But speaking of orders, I have a question for you. Who is this Mama J and what is this organization you mention in your journal?
2: I won't tell you.
0: That's unfortunate. It's certainly going to complicate getting you out of this room.
2: I mean, you know, do what you got to do, but I gave
0: my word. Hmm. Who's Prentice? I won't tell you. What about Vlad? I won't tell you. What about Dilly? I won't tell you. Is that because of a promise, or are you just being obstinate? It's due to a promise. Okay, that's a lie for sure.
2: It's not. Dilly's guardian.
0: Ooh. Oh. Okay. Okay. Granted. Okay. Yeah, maneuvered me there. Okay. Well, I see here you've been reconnecting with old friends.
2: Uh, I have a lot of friends, I guess. I'm not
0: sure. I remember you telling me about Atali. Oh. You wrote her a lot of letters, as I recall. And? An observation. Why don't you tell me more about why the Queen wants you and your family? Uh, pass? <laughs> really? You you can't even tell me that. I just have to go off of whatever the Queen's flunkies are telling me.
2: Oh, yeah. that's I'm like...
0: So you're saying that I should trust Pathfinder Jen to describe the entirety of that
2: situation? uh, Sure. I mean, I'm not going to tell you.
0: All right. Well, that's disappointing, Nyx. That's really disappointing. I'll be back in a day, maybe two. And she steps up, goes over to the door, taps the single glow globe there, turning it off, and then shuts the door behind her as she steps out.
2: Can Nyx act now?
0: Yeah. What does Nyx like to do?
2: Nyx would like to attempt to milk herself with her tongue.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God.
2: (laughs) Damn, we getting kinky. Oh, my God. And drip venom, spit down onto the rope (laughs) like a candle.
0: Okay, so that sounds like a card pull to me. Hmm. Unknowable truth. That sounds cool. As meanings of truth searching and futility. As we strive for understanding, the closer we get to the truth, the farther away it becomes. The noble truth is the ultimate secret, the secret that cannot be by its very nature learned. But we try anyway. It is futile, and yet it is productive. All right. Your acid chews through the rope. Hell yeah. And you are now free. It takes a little while to get enough of it, enough venom to get you free enough to really maneuver. It probably takes you about an hour, but...
2: She's probably tender afterwards. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Uh. All right, so now Nyx is going to stand up on her one leg and then use, like, the back of the chair as, like, a walker, almost. Mm. Help her get around. I'm sure it's not very fast at all, but...
0: Right, yeah, okay. So, where are you walking to?
2: Well, the first thing she's going to do is turn around and see what's behind her.
0: Just walls, no windows.
2: And it's just the door?
0: as best you can see in this no light situation.
2: Oh, just an empty chair, right?
0: Well, there's the empty chair across from you that Joseph sat in. But in here, this is a dark room. But as far as you can tell, like, behind where you were sitting was just more walls. Like, it's a relatively small room. There's really just enough room in here for somebody to sit away from you with enough distance that, you know, somebody couldn't kick if they wanted to.
2: What is the door? Is just a door with a knob?
0: Just the door with the knob, although you recognize it as because you spent so much time here that, well, you don't necessarily know exactly where you are here. I mean, you would presume that that door has a lock. You don't know if it's locked right now, but you would presume it has a lock.
2: Mm. Well, I guess she's going to go to the door, just shuffle over there. Mm-hmm. There's no bars, nothing. It's just a...
0: I don't know. Do you want to try to investigate yeah, yeah, yeah. further? I mean, do you want to try to peek for bars?
2: Oh, I just meant like there's not like a little slit in the door that you can see through or anything? It's a solid door, or is there something...
0: It's a solid door.
2: Okay.
1: I say, is it that door in the bathroom where it's got way too much lots for people to look
2: in? <laughs> <laughs> it's got, like, an inch each side. Nix can sense heat to a degree. Can she sense mm-hmm. any heat from the other side of the door? Yes. Would she know, like, if it's a lot or little? Like, one people, two people?
0: It's probably a living being.
2: <sighs> well... Nix is going to, it's going to be awkward for her, but while leaning on her one chair, she's going to try to pick up the other chair with her, like, free hand and, like, throw it loudly against the back.
0: Okay. So you do, and you hear a voice on the other side that says, shit, Did I hear that? Why am I even saying that? I'm the only one here.
2: Damn it. Now Nix will yank on the door handle. Well, 1st she you'll see if it
0: opens. It's locked.
2: Yeah, she jiggles it loudly.
0: Yeah, the door rattles the first time you test it. And the voice says, We're not unlocking it. Ooh. Good job getting out of the chair, though. That's tight.
1: (laughs) 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 We're
2: 90s kids. Isn't that sick?
0: Mm. Sick moves, Mm bruh.
2: Yo, uh, who's on door duty?
0: It's just me and D's.
2: Yo, listen. You and D's what? Yes.
0: Me and D's nuts. Ah (laughs) (laughs) something slides under the door a small disc and starts releasing a gas
2: oh come on man Nyx kicks it back out under. or no she can't kick ooh this is hard
0: I'm gonna need you to make a mic defense roll
2: okay but first she's just gonna fall on it and (laughs) try to suffocate it with her rock hard abs
0: okay (laughs) Okay. So you're you're going down to where the gas is already emitting. Maybe. So give me a might defense roll of 18.
2: What? Man. All right.
0: My free level of effort.
2: Two more efforts.
0: Okay. So then you're down to a nine. You know what? To be fair, I'll also give you an asset because of your venomous nature.
2: Ooh. Awesome.
0: Because it gives you a little bit of an asset on resistance to poisons of any type.
2: Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Nine. Okay.
0: You are currently encasing it between the, the in the grip of your abs. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Nyx just flexes and sucks it up.
1: Sign. I'm just imagining a stomach vacuum. and just, <gasps> Y'all know what stomach vacuums are, right? Yeah. Nyx eats it. Exercise? Yeah. Nick, it, yeah, it's that exercise you see when people like it like, whoa, like suck in their gut. Whoa.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Nyx, you do not pass out from this. But you can feel that your shirt is getting, like, very badly stained from it.
2: Oh, Nyx just stole this shirt.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's also your skin, where you're holding it underneath the shirt, is not feeling great. But you don't pass out.
2: Nick starts doing her breathing exercise. <laughs> <Childress>. <laughs>
0: yeah, and eventually it peters out.
2: So now what Nix wants to do is, as quietly as she can, you know, work her way over to the chair and pull herself up and get back standing in front of the chair mm-hmm. near where the, like the door jam would swing open
0: okay so help me visualize this a little bit what do you mean by when the door jam
2: so the plan maybe easier to just like the plan the plan is hopefully now that Nix is allegedly unconscious they will open the door to put her back in the chair or tie her back up or something and she wants to grapple the guard and fall back sitting down on her chair Okay. So that's her plan. So she's positioned to do that.
0: Okay, I'm going to draw a card to see how okay. plays out. So, the ambassador. Ooh, that's dope. This feels diplomatic, yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Ooh. Diplomacy, reason, discussion, intelligence. indicates that calm heads and reason must prevail to remain on the path to success. The intellect is superior to brawn. Damn it! And conversation is greater than conflict. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you open the door.
2: It opens? And
0: you don't... Hold on. Oh. Easy there. Oh. So the door starts opening, and you enact your plan. Just as you're hearing the person saying, like, you know, this feels off. Maybe I should just talk to her, see if I can reason with her. And then you attempt your attack. And this traveler, in excellent shape, clearly a pathfinder. Fuck. You feel the grip, and the next thing you know, you are flipping over face-first into the ground. You will take six bite damage. Feels good. Ugh. And you hear a voice over head that says, that wasn't a smart move.
2: Well, I don't know if you like...
0: And then calling back over the shoulder, get some more rope.
2: Ah, uh, come on.
0: And then we cut over to Dilly. Dilly, you've received the key from Vlad and you and Stannis and Vlad have been walking for most of an evening. For our listeners, in game time, when Dilly decided to leave was like right before when... Josa and Nix began their showdown and you're moving along the path and Stannis and Vlad are sort of like chit-chatting, making small talk along the way. Neither one of them is spending a lot of time talking to you but that's because you are engaged in a conversation with Astor and
3: Astor is saying the one who gave you this do you think he has more of them? Um, I doubt it. I it seems like this alone is pretty rare so I think there's only the one at least the only one that he was able to ha- get access to. We should find out if he has other forbidden objects. Hey, Aster, he absolutely has other forbidden objects. I don't know if any of them are going to be useful. Also, we should pretty much focus on finding a door for this key to go into, instead of just getting more keys. The place is forbidden. Yeah, yeah, you're a protectorate. But also, so what? So what? Yeah, that protectorate's probably, like... Three or four worlds old? Like that's not around anymore. No offense to um to your not to like invalidate uh your culture. Not to invalidate my entire reason for being and
0: my programming and how the or at least everything as it was before you mutilated my brain and shoved me into that body.
3: Yes. Uh yes. At least you're honest about it, father. I'm trying? That's I've never, uh, never lied. You've never lied. I uh, yes. I don't think I ever explicitly lied. I don't think. I don't know. I don't think I lied. Anyway, <laughs> what's why? Why are you just keeping with the protectorate just because? Or what's what does the protectorate do? What's its purpose? What's its function? Its goals?
0: We keep forbidden items from being used in ways that taint the order of things and what is this uh order that you adhere to there are certain technologies that manipulate and deform the timeline in unacceptable ways
3: we must prevent or punish their use quick question that time cop that showed up when Nick's did the uh time loop thing only Nick saw the the time cop right he only heard oh, it he didn't right. see anything
2: yeah never saw it
3: okay Well, I guess that makes sense. You don't want to fuck with time. Too much.
0: Bad enough that we have that knife, but it's better we have it than one of the others. They'd be more likely to use it. Yeah.
3: I, yeah,
0: I guess. Unless you wanted to use it on yourself, father, in which case (laughs) I might be back where I should be.
3: No, I wasn't going to use it on myself, but I was going to use it on somebody that, if it worked, would have put us both where we should have been. But we don't, I don't know if that's going to happen. But yeah, for now, it Remains. You mean Minos? Exactly. I don't even know what the guy looks like. Your thoughts are transparent, Father. You are in my head.
0: Minos being eradicated would be
3: acceptable to me. <laughs> well, at least we're somewhat in agreement there. You'd have to actually get him, though. Yeah, and I imagine at, if we went right now, I would get smushed. So, we're going to wait on that. Like I said, you have to get him, not the puppet. Come again? Not the puppet. You need to get Minos proper. Minos has a puppet. Like, when you say puppet, you mean like a physical puppet or like a more uh, political kind of metaphor puppet? Yes, Father, I'm referring to a children's marionette show. What do you think I'm talking I... about?
0: <laughs> I've been processing this thought for a while, and I can come to only one conclusion. The Minos that I met was strange. They are clearly being piloted remotely. Damn. Okay. If we are going to face Minos, Father, I will need to make optimizations. If we're going to
3: face Minos, we're going to need to do more than that. Minos is, if, oh man, because it's not just physical strength with him, it's like politics and context. You need to find him first. Can you explain again what these optimizations would be? They improve the efficiency
0: of my ability to direct certain musculature responses and also optimizations to accommodate
3: previously discussed upgrades that have failed to materialize. Boy, if only we had a foundry we can go into and I could uh, make some stuff. Hmm. All right, how about this? If only we hadn't spent so much time putting a cannon in somebody's leg instead of
0: what we should be doing. Hey, that shit's cool and you know it. There's a long pause and then there's this sort of begrudging voice in your head that's like, okay, it's cool. But that doesn't change the fact that we could have been optimizing for our survival.
3: In a way we were, but Nix isn't here right now, so let's make a deal. I let you do your optimizations, and you help me find the door to this full-length foundry, and we don't destroy it at first. We use it, and then we follow whatever protectorate directive you feel is appropriate at the time. So, for me, like I, I love the idea of that deal, but I'm going to draw a
0: card just to see. Yeah, absolutely. What we get? The driver... <laughs> impetuous travel forward motion always moving forward sometimes there's no other recourse than to simply get away there is a long pause while aster considers and aster says agreed all right it's about now where you guys start rolling on up on a what appears to be not like a castle or a manor or anything like that more like a small outpost and Stannis and Vlad up ahead turn back to you, say, like, we're here. This is Tolly's fall. Tolly's fall? It's not the most expansive of safe houses, but it's close enough. And as they approach, there is a moment where they knock on the door, and it is answered briefly by somebody that says, what do you want? And Vlad says, we're here to conduct some classes. And the other one says what is the door? And Stana says, the door is entrance and exit, hope and despair. And the person opens the door the rest of the way. You can now see this person completely. It is a relatively shortish man. Well, not short short, but shortish. Maybe about five or nine. And he has like blonde hair and he kind of directs you guys in. And as you step in, he says like, you guys came at a rough time. Things are crazy right now. And Vlad's like, what do you mean? The other guy says, we got hit last night. Hit? They kind of look at Fly like, is he cool? Yeah, he's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hoping to spare. Dangan Rapa. Yeah. Fortress Nidal. Somebody showed up there. They slaughter just about every guardian inside and collapse a huge chunk of it. We're still excavating. We still don't know if there's been any damage to the door.
3: Wait, the door is, like, close? Like, ish. Yeah. Sorry, I... For some reason, I imagine, like, the door was, like, up past the sky or the... Is the moon still exist? in this setting yes it does I thought it was like up past the moon or something I didn't think it was like nearby and I didn't think it was in walking distance well how would we know that the door existed if we couldn't see it I've uh teleportation type Numenera that took you to where it was if only if only but this is bad
0: okay do we know anything about who hit us just a bunch of dead bodies several were drained of blood drained how like what how what Or the holes like if any And there were slashes, but there wasn't any blood on the ground. It was like something had sucked up and drained them of everything. Damn. Well, this isn't disconcerting, but Dilly, let me get you over for training. We need to go over, um, you know, basic auditing procedures for tracking mission finances.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I ran a store for a couple years by myself. I think I know how to keep a fucking checkbook
0: all right well then the paperwork should come quickly to you then
3: there's something else i
0: could do i don't know and stannis is already kind of pulling um this other guy off to the side. it's like like what else do we know anything else no i mean we we don't know what did it the the only lead we have is that somebody saw some blonde kid running away from the scene
3: (laughs) hold on hold on i heard blonde kid yeah you have something to add Ah, uh, was she wearing... Oh, God. What? Bright red and or bright yellow. Lime green. <laughs> Dilly turns to Vlad. I think that was Chacha. Vlad takes a heavy sigh,
0: looks down at his belt, picks up his dart thrower, checks it, fits it back in his belt, and says, I think you're right, Dilly. More's the pity. And that's where we'll
3: end this episode. What? Oh, God damn it.
2: What? I wasn't ready to end the episode. <laughs> Fuck.
3: I was not ready.
2: I'm not going to. That's awkward.
3: Question. Dan, did you say
0: Fortress Night Fortress <laughs> Nydol. N Y D O L. Fortress Nydol.
2: Fortress Nydol.
0: N-Y-D-O-L.
2: Fortress NyQuil.
0: Nydol. Fortress okay. Yeah. Uh, Nyquil. God. Get better. No, that's where the infirmary is.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> then what's that for Robitussin? <laughs> for guardians that want to get fucked up. But can't afford real drugs. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, Stace.
2: Uh, no, I'm just kidding. What did I love about this episode? Nyx seems to be in an impossible situation, so which is fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, Nyx is in a rough situation. That card that draw of A Noble Truth was rough because it basically guaranteed that while your plan could move forward, that it would be futile.
2: Oh, yeah. And I mean, it's a tough situation anyway. So well, I feel like tough situations mm-hmm. when badassery commences. So I'm pretty excited.
0: Mm. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, Stace, we also have a segment that we do we- each week which is called Player Intrusions, where we offer our listeners an XP to check out something that we think that they would really dig. It's your turn this week. So what would you offer our listeners an XP to check out?
2: I would offer our listeners an XP to check out Valor's Choice by Tanya Huff. I don't know if you guys have read it. It's a science mm. fiction novel and... It follows a, a Staff Sergeant Torn Kerr, and she she is she's a human, uh, but there are a lot of different alien species, and they're part of a confederacy, and humans are basically a part of this confederacy because the rest of the confederacy is like, yeah, you're aggressive, so we need you to fight You know, their forever enemy. And it's, it's military sci-fi, but I think it's super cool because it, it follows a woman who is non-commissioned officer. Usually, I feel like military fiction follows like officers instead. And there's actually for a action packed book, there's a decent amount of political intrigue going on and plotting. And so she is she and her platoon are, are pretty decorated and are have just come back from like the front, and they're sent to be an honor guard on this planet with the Silsvis, which are new species that the confederacy is trying to bring in and it seems like it's going to be a just sort of nothing shit detail on the edge of the universe something seems up something is up i don't want to spoil anything but i gotta say check it out it's also a series and it goes on for a while and i i like all of the books they get pretty crazy i can't really say too much more other than the battles are super cool and like very tactical And they seem to make sense. There are overwhelming odds, of course, things like that. So I don't really want to spoil much, but there you go. I recommend Valor's Choice by Tanya Huff.
0: Nice. Very cool. So if people wanted to reach out to us and tell us what they think about Valor's Choice or about the podcast itself,
3: how would they do that, Samson? Oh, thank God we have a website. Go to our website, ExplorersWanted.fm. From there, you can find all our socials. For example, on Twitter, we are at Wanted. On Instagram and Facebook, we are at Explorers Wanted Podcast. Or if you want to hang out with us, talk to us directly, and not go to the Hellscape that is Twitter, we have a Discord. ExplorersWanted.fm slash Discord. Also, if you don't want to hang out with us, but you do want to support us in some way, we have Patreon. Patreon.com slash ExplorersWanted. Find (laughs) some Patreon-exclusive content there. And also give us money. Mm -hmm. And then also, if you just want to... Take our Dice affiliate boon. Explorers Wanted, no space. At checkout at dieharddice.com. Get 10% off. Very nice. And honestly, if you can't support us financially, we totally understand. The best thing you could do
0: would be to tell a friend, tell them why you like the show and why they should listen to it. The second best thing is to leave us a five-star written review on a podcast directory, specifically Apple Podcasts. That's what makes the biggest difference for people checking us out so that we can grow our audience of cool people like you. If you didn't like the podcast, or if you just thought it was meh. Well, let's do some crafting together, okay? Get yourself a sheet of paper and a colorful pen or even a crayon. You can pause this if you need in order to go get it. I'll wait. Now, place the tip of your pen against the paper, and I want you to draw a curve. Don't worry about making it perfect, just a simple curve. Now, lift your pen and then put it back down and draw an opposing curve that meets the first anywhere you choose. Next, take the first letter of your first name. It's fine to use a non-Roman character if you prefer, and if that makes more sense for your name. Now, write this letter large and in a way that intersects with both of the previous two curves. Feel free to add flourishes according to your taste. Now, think of a single-digit number and add that to the image, just as you had with the letter. Again, you're not confined to using Arabic numerals. Now, once you have that, I want you to put your pen on the paper in the center of your design, close your eyes, and attempt to draw an animal that you find compelling. Do not peek as you do so. Keep your eyes shut. When you finished, and only when you finished, open your eyes. If you wish, you can color in your design, but do not add any additional line work. Take a picture of your result for posterity if you like. But please, for the love that is all that is good in this world, burn the original on the next full moon, or this creature shall find you as you travel under the next new moon. And I cannot stress enough, do not burn it early, else it may come via the gates of dreams. And once it's warmed its way into your mind, there is no escape except being consumed slowly, night after night, while your mouth stretches in the silent scream of sleep paralysis. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Twitter at Anderlik,
3: A-N-D-R-L-I-K.
2: You can find me on Twitter at Stace Windu.
3: Instructions unclear. I stab myself in the thigh. I'm at Slant Potato.
2: <laughs> um, stabbing with a fork or a
1: knife. With a pen. Oh, okay. That's slightly better. Hope you don't get any sort of ink poisoning. I'm Realty Unicorn on Twitter and Tea with the Unicorn on Twitch.
0: All right. That's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. Have a good night, day, weekend, or whatever you're listening to this. And bye! bye.